So last week I tweeted something about the Boston Bruins exploring the trade market for Brad Marchand should Patrice Bergeron decide to retire. Over the weekend, Brad Marchand directly replied to that tweet, and it became a thing. So we're going to talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and yes, I'm still a fan of the Boston Bruins, despite what some may say after that Marchand tweet. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds, free to download, listen, watch, and enjoy on a daily basis. Last week, following Boston's playoff loss to the Carolina Hurricanes, I took a look at what the players had to say after their exit interviews, uh, what Don Sweeney, Bruce Cassidy, Cam Neely all had to say. So if you missed those recaps, go back uh, and check those out for some context on what we are headed for this offseason. If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, tough takes, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, it was last week that I tweeted the following. Medium hot take. If Patrice Bergeron retires, the Bruins should absolutely explore the trade market for Brad Marchand. I added a few more for some context. This isn't a salary dump for picks and prospects. This would have to be a hockey deal with high-end players coming back. Zdeno Chara, Tori Krug, David Krejci, perhaps Patrice Bergeron, I should also add Tuka Rask, could all be gone with zero to show for it. Chara allowed to uh, leave as the Bruins went towards a younger defense corps. Tori Krug was allowed to sign with the St. Louis Blues as an unrestricted free agent who went to market. Uh, David Krejci, of course, chose to head back to the Czech Republic, Czechia, uh, to play with his hometown team and be closer to his family. Patrice Bergeron could very well retire this summer, just a couple months after Tukarask did as well. Marchand, I contend, could help fuel the next wave. That's all I'm saying. It's a bit short-sighted not to at least consider it. This is literally the best, perhaps the only way to build something around the next core of David Pasternak, Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, Jeremy Swayman. I added some of you weren't around pre-lockout, and it shows. That was a, perhaps a bit of an unnecessary dig. But then I defined explore as inquire into or discuss 
a subject or issue in detail. Inquire into or discuss. I think that's key right there. I did not say the Bruins should trade Brad Marchand. I did not say that Brad Marchand is washed and has nothing to contribute to this team anymore. In fact, Brad Marchand is an elite left winger, if not one of the best left wingers in the NHL. The fact that he is 34 years old and Patrice Bergeron could very well be on his way out says to me they should be looking to or at least be willing to listen to offers on Marchand if another team comes in and blows them away with an offer. Not for picks, not for prospects, but for high-end NHL talent. You look at a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, who failed to get out of the first round once again. You look at the Colorado Avalanche, say they failed to get it uh, to the Stanley Cup final. Even a team like the St. Louis Blues looking to maximize their window, and they have a lot of good young players helping that next wave. Maybe the Edmonton Oilers or the Calgary Flames, whoever loses the Battle of Alberta. There will be teams who are disappointed at not reaching their goals, and who could pony up and offer some prime players to bring in a guy like Brad Marchand who has a winning pedigree and who remains a high-end player. Now, if you look at the Bruins situation, you remove Patrice Bergeron, That's the number one center left to fill. And you still have your number two center position left to fill following the departure of David Krejci. You have Jeremy Swayman, Linus Allmark. You have Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick. Maybe you would add Derek Forbort into that mix. Mike Riley. All these players are signed for a couple more seasons. And you have David Posternock, Taylor Hall as your kind of forwards that you can build around. Of course, Brad Marchand being at the top of that list. And he has three seasons remaining on his contract. But if they see that their window has officially closed because Patrice Bergeron won't be in the mix, that's if he retires, then you certainly have to keep your ears open if a team is willing to come in and blow you away with a trade for a Brad Marchand that will help you get a bit younger and remain competitive before he ages out. All right, Who knows how many more seasons he has? He's 34. He's still elite. He could play another three, four, five seasons. Uh, that would bring Pasta to 30 years old. That would bring Hall to 
35. McAvoy to almost 30. These guys will be moving into their 30-plus years. So the question is, do you keep Brad Marchand? A lot of you said he's rightfully the heart and soul of this team. And keep going. Try to fill the center holes. Try to build for the future uh, with Bergeron gone. Or do you take a highly valuable asset? His value, I believe, will not be any higher than it is right now if Bergeron does retire and see what you can get. What kind of package could be brought in to help the team now and into the future? Again, if Bergeron leaves, that's devastating to the Bruins' core. It is basically gone. All you have is Marchand left from that 2011 team, um, from the core that carried this team through the past decade. So lose Marchand, trade, sorry, lose Bergeron, trade Marchand. It's effectively handing the team over to the next wave and trying to put some pieces around them so that they can have their own window of success here in the next four or five years. Now, like I said, Brad Marchand did reply to the tweet directly. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. Uh, but first, a quick word about Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I uh, would like to use every day. And they have an amazing product. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him about $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free ear supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com nhl network that's athleticgreens.com nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance I want to thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Podcast free and available on all platforms. Uh, check out the Locked On Now podcast next. It's a daily recap of the previous night's events around the postseason. So, that's what I tweeted the other day. Again, the exact wording of the tweet, the initial tweet, was... Medium hot take. If Patrice Bergeron retires, the Bruins should absolutely explore the trade market for Brad Marchand. Perhaps I should have said, 
If Bergeron retires, the Bruins should absolutely listen to offers for Brad Marchand. Exploring the trade market makes it a bit more active on Boston's part, but the point still stands. If Bergeron retires, the Bruins should not eliminate the possibility of exploring the trade market for Brad Marchand. You know, last week the big story was the Bruins looking to extend Don Sweeney and perhaps Bruce Cassidy's on the hot seat. You can't criticize Don Sweeney for not looking to build towards the future and not making those big moves and also be critical of this suggestion. You know, Claude Giroux got traded. Marc-Andre Fleury got traded, exposed in the expansion draft. Evgeny Malkin might sign with a new team. The Bruins literally allowed Zdeno Chara to walk into the sunset. They traded Milan Lucic, who was a heart and soul player. Johnny Boychuk, who was a heart and soul player. It would be devastating to see Marchand leave. Okay, I love Brad Marchand as much as anybody. I've been watching his career since before day one with the Boston Bruins. Since his World Junior days. Followed him from day one. Been a huge fan of his all through his Bruins tenure. Loved seeing him be part of Team Canada. I don't want Brad Marchand to not be a Boston Bruin. But at the same time, if it helps the team in the long term, if it's something that you need to look at. Now, Brad Marchand, Saturday night, I was sitting on the couch with my wife watching Under the Banner of Heaven. What time was it? It was about 9.23. Marchand replied to my initial tweet saying, tough take. It immediately blew up. As I record, it has about 6,500 likes, 400 retweets, 120 quote tweets. And many of you, rightfully so, showing love for Brad. That was the majority of the replies. There were some, who is Ian McLaren, some things that I don't want to say on a family-friendly podcast. But... The overall sense was Brad Marchand, heart and soul of this team, possibly the next captain. You don't trade a guy like that. And I largely agree. I'm not saying they should trade him. I'm saying you can't not listen. If another team approaches you with a tantalizing offer, multiple pieces, guys who can help you right now, a hockey trade, not a turning the page, you got to get out of here, kind of trade. I was at a family gathering here uh, over the weekend and interpreting Marchand's um, response was a hot topic. Um, Tough take. Does that mean fake... I'm a fake tough guy. It's easy to say these things from behind the keyboard. Kind of, oh, you're a tough guy. Tough take. Uh, 
you could read that into it. You could read into it as though, you know, I'm not showing proper respect or love for Brad Marchand. Um, tough in the sense that, like, that was harsh. Um, or you could read it as tough take in the sense that it's harsh but fair. It's the business of hockey. It's tough to digest. It's tough to accept. It's tough to uh, even consider this possibility, to think about it. But it's the business of the sport. It's the business of hockey. Not too long ago, the Bruins, again, Zdeno Chara, longtime captain, raised the cup, and they just let him go. All right? He's not, he wasn't at the same level that Marchand is currently. Again, Marchand remains an elite winger right now, this season. But have, and that's precisely why, I should add, you look at this possibility. It, I'm not saying this because I don't love Brad Marchand as a player, both on and off the ice. I love his willingness to speak out. I love him chirping Tony D'Angelo in the Carolina series, wanting to play at the Olympics. Um, his personality, he's hilarious. I love it all, okay? He has been one of my favorite Bruins over the last decade and more. And he still is very good. And that's precisely why you keep your ears open. If a team like, who knows, the Canucks come in and offer a huge package for Brad Marchand. If the, the Colorado Avalanche offer Bowen Byram some young forwards for Brad Marchand. The Maple Leafs offer William Nylander a top prospect and a defenseman. You're obviously losing. And then this is all if Bergeron retires. If Bergeron's coming back, you obviously keep them together for as long as humanly possible. But if he retires, the Bruins take a step back. Does Marchand take a step back? Who knows? I'll be willing to bet that, that his game remains high without Bergeron. But still, that's a consideration. If a team comes in and offers that, you have to listen. That doesn't mean you take it. That doesn't mean... I want to just dump him, get rid of his salary, get rid of him from the team. No, but you at least listen and see what people are willing to offer. And if it sets you up to remain competitive three, four, five, six years from now, then it's something that you have to look at. Now, it should be noted that... Um, he has a modified no-trade clause that kicks in this season. Six-team trade 
list that um, he has he would have to provide. So that's minus the Bruins. 32 minus 6 is uh, 26, so 25. 25 teams he wouldn't go to. Um, in year 7, it's a 15-team no-trade list. In year 8, an 8-team no-trade list. So, say Bergeron comes back this season. He retires after next season. In year 7, there's 15 teams that Bergeron would have to be open to being traded to. So perhaps it's more of an option next summer. But it's still something you need to look to, especially if Bergeron retires. No, only if Bergeron retires. And um, in order to fill holes that have been made on the roster from Bergeron leaving, from Krejci leaving. Uh, now, like I said, the the tweet kind of blew up. People calling it clickbait. It's a tweet. There's no link, so there's nothing to click. It can't be clickbait. Um, there are people saying, Brad, no, I love you. That's the majority of it. Hilarious. Who's Ian McLaren? Fair. I ask myself that all the time. I just want to give a shout out to Brad for going pretty easy on me. To most Bruins fans for rightfully showing him love instead of hating on me. I still think it would be dumb not to at least listen if a fellow general manager calls with a crazy deal. Now, our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, from live betting to the playoffs esports and more head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at bet online where the game starts again i honestly wasn't putting this out there just to to stir shit up or to um as one person says you're part of a podcast no one has ever heard of you write an absurd tweet to get attention in the hopes of generating interest in your no-name podcast that no one listens to. So the modern form of journal clickbait. Is that better? That's honestly not what I was doing. I am a lifelong fan of this team. I have loved every second of the success that they have achieved over the past 10, 12, 13 years. Brad Marchand has been integral to that success, and he has become a favorite for many of us, myself included. I share in the love that you all do for Brad Marchand. I'm a fan of this team. I love this team. But I also, as part of this podcast, sure, but just in general, like to take a step back and say, what will things look like two, three, five, ten years 
The core is largely been disassembled and pretty much all of it minus Mila Lucic, perhaps Johnny Boychuk, um, Adam McQuaid, does that count? Say Mila Lucic was a core player, top six player for this team. He's the only one who was flipped. Got some like that was a great bit of work from Don Sweeney there to make that trade with the Kings and then make a subsequent trade with the Sharks. And the fact that that draft was botched is a factor in this argument as well. The cupboard is bare. Uh, there's not a lot of young talent in the pipeline that you can necessarily build around. And if you're willing to let Lucic go, which was a smart choice at that time, if you're willing to let Zdeno Chara walk when he still had a couple years left in the tank to try to incorporate some youth on the blue line, and you completely close yourself off to this possibility, then you're not doing your job as management for the Boston Bruins. You're not managing properly. If you think you can lose Brad Marchand and bring someone else in to play top-line minutes with Brad Marchand, or sorry, lose Bergeron, bring someone in to play top-line minutes with Brad Marchand and still be effective, I'd love to see it. Um, But again, if... Patrice Bergeron retires, then you keep your ears open and perhaps try to usher in the next wave, building around Pasternak, McAvoy, Lindholm, Swayman, who are all considerably younger than Brad Marchand, um, and try to take those next steps. Um, Which, I just think that's prudent, you know? Listening to trade offers for Marchand if Bergeron retires, I would argue, is prudent. We can complain about Don Sweeney not doing anything. This would be a huge opportunity to improve and rebuild on the fly. Uh, again, he has a huge say in that, so they could still have a deal on the table that looks enticing, and uh, he could say no, but all I'm saying is you at least need to listen. Um, As a reminder, Marchand, of the potential loss of Bergeron, he said he's the backbone of our team, the biggest part of our team. We want him to come back, but whatever happens, he's earned the right to make whatever decision he wants and to take the time that he needs. It's a personal thing. He and his family are going to decide. He's pushed his case on him to come back. If he ever wanted to open up and talk about it, it's up to him, but he's not going to press him. So he doesn't know what's going to happen either. Um, I can't stress enough how much I love Brad Marchand, 
how much I want him to remain in black and gold. And this whole tweet is based on the premise that Patrice Bergeron retires. If he doesn't retire, then let's keep going. Let's get it going. Get it going for 2023. Run it back. Make a few changes. See what you can do. But if he does, and you're not picking up the phone if someone's calling with an offer, then you're not doing your job properly is all that I'm saying. I hope that clears it up. Um, Again, tough take. You can read it however you will. I'm choosing to read it as, you know, it's the business of hockey. It's tough, tough business. Tough decisions have to be made. Um, It's tough to hear for all of us. It's tough to talk about for me, to be honest. I don't want it to happen, but it's still um, prudent to at least listen if all of this comes to pass. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins Fence. If uh, you want to find me, I'm sure you all know now, at ENC McLaren, both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we can continue to talk about this. I'll keep you up to date on all the latest when it comes to the Boston Bruins. And uh, you can find me here every day on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.